0: Welcome to track number six of Double Mega Missionary Church. Principle number two, the principle of sacrifice. The principles of sacrifice. Now we are, we are giving the keys to a double mega church. Amen. Are you here or you've gone home? Alright, very far to go home, so please stay with me. 1st Kings chapter 19. Now this, this, this part, I want you to really listen carefully to it. Amen. How many are going to buy the tapes and listen to them? You have to listen to the tapes over and over. This type of messi- uh, meeting, you can catch the anointing. Amen. Now I'm talking about catching the mega anointing. You want the double one elisha is the person who caught it you get what i'm saying elisha is the guy who caught it so if we really want to get double anointing we've got to study and follow this guy called reverend dr elisha all right now let's read first kings chapter 19 verse 20 or let's read from the verse again verse 19 chapter 19 verse 19 it said So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen. Hmm? I told you that he was in partnership. Is that not so? And he with the twelfth. Alright. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle on him. And Elijah said, I know what it means. So he left the oxen and ran after Elijah. And you know what? Elijah wasn't going to talk a lot. If you don't understand it, it's okay. So Elijah was already going. It's like, if you won't come, don't come. How many are going to get that double anointing today? No, serious. I'm serious. I'm not joking. Because I really believe that it's something that's coming on you. The Bible says that the spirit entered into him when he spake the spirit is entering you as I'm speaking. I say, it's entering you as I'm speaking. I say, it's entering you as I'm speaking. All right. Verse 20. And he left the oxen, and he ran after Elijah. And he said, let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother. Then I will follow thee. So he knew that it meant follow me. And he said unto him, go back again, for what have I done unto thee? And he returned from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and he gave unto the people and then he did they did eat then he arose and went after elijah and ministered unto him the man was working with 12 yoke of oxen that is 6 pairs he was the sixth his brother he was with the 12 when they threw the mantle on him he took his business. Eh? His business. Steve, are you with me? Yes, the business that he was doing. He took it. Eh? And he sacrificed it. Is there another table that I can sit on? No, no. Can we get another table? Yeah. I'm tired. He took his oxen, the work that he was doing. And then he killed them, Marie. Eh? With the metals that he uses for his business. Eh? He cut them. And then he boiled them. And he shared it to the people. (laughs) Everybody. The other guys. And they ate it. And he had nothing left. And then he followed Elijah. Elijah. Ameny. Amen. Ameny. Amen. Can you see something there? Huh? Yeah. He sacrificed everything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to sit down. (laughs) He killed his business with the metals of the yoke, the iron. He cut them. He boiled them and shed. It was of no use to him ever again. That was the end of it. And he went after Elijah with nothing. He was in partnership. He broke the partnership. He boiled it. So you want double anointing? That's what it means. You got to boil your business <laughs> using the metals that are used there. Share it and then follow the Lord. Are you prepared to do that? Hmm? How many are prepared to do that? Papa, are you prepared to uh, uh, pay You are prepared to do that. (laughs) You are prepared to go and boil your your, 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 what do you call it in America? Your legal uh, job. Share it to the other guys who are there and follow. Are you sure? How many are not sure? Or you are sure at the meeting. Then after the meeting, you will not be sure. (laughs) I'm going to give you some principles of the anointing. Amen. And these are principles of sacrifice. Okay? Number one, no sacrifice means no anointing. No sacrifice means no anointing. Listen to me. It costs something. Amen. So, if you think that you are going to do the ministry without sacrificing you you I don't think it will even be fair. Do <laughs> you get it? Somebody has left everything, you have left nothing. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Somebody has left everything. You have left nothing. And you should have anointing. And the person who has left everything will have the same anointing as you. I mean, you are when you look at that thing, is it fair? It's not fair. It's not fair at all. Pastor Richard is it fair ah you've left all your everything and somebody has not left anything and you are you and him are the same ah if you were god is that how you would do things no so no no sacrifice means no anointing number two no sacrifice means no glory all right number three Immediate sacrifice is greater than a calculated future sacrifice or calculated sacrifice of the future, and you can see this in Elijah's life. All right, amen. Immediate sacrifice is completely different from a calculated sacrifice of the future. Somebody said, you know, I'm going to do this. Okay, Steve, are you getting in? I'm going to reduce my bills. I'll do that. I'll, I'll wear well, with the oxen awesome for three months. This, the, all those things. is different from, look, I've heard a call. It's okay. This is it. And for me, in 1990... 1990 um, eighty-nine in 1991 in december the lord told me to stop everything that i'm doing you see he hadn't told me that before you get it he hadn't told me that before but in 1991 i was always doing the work of doing it but in 1990 1990 the end of 1990 the lord told me stop all the business and other things you are doing i was doing business oh yeah i've always done business Even when I was a student, I had a taxi. When I was a student, I had a hiring car. And I used to hire out. I used to work with Avis. Do you know Avis? Yeah. My car used to work for them. And I had my own drivers. I used to follow money in town. Oh, yeah. One day, my car was missing for three days. And I was driving and I saw it. I've watched James Bond a bit. I turned around the car and I just started a chase. And I called the guy. I said, look. Yeah. And he was with the guy who had hired him for three. They said they went to Togo. They went to Lomi. And I said, you bring my money right now. The guy said, that's the other man. I said, I'll follow you to the place. I followed him. I went to get my money and my car. And I sacked the driver that day. I've always done business. When I was in school, I used to sell tapes assets files pens with glamour do you understand what i'm saying yeah and the lord told me to stop all those things and just serve him <laughs> <laughs> do you follow what i'm saying there's there no sacrifice, no glory. No sacrifice, no anointing. There's no substitute. Have I given you that? There's no substitute for full sacrifice. Have I given you that one? There's no substitute for a full sacrifice. Amen. Full sacrifice has no substitute. Hallelujah. And you know, the Lord is kind, He's good. And He, he leads you along. He never tells you to do something that you can't do. When the time comes that you, you just tell you, look, you know, I'll do this. And you are able to do it. Amen. Amen. You'll be able to do it. Are you with me? Yes. Are you here or you've gone home? Yes. Over here. Are you alive? Yes. Are you here? Yes. You've traveled? No. You are here? Yes. Great. Shake the person next to you say, the Lord is talking to you now. The Lord is to you now. There's no substitute, darling. Yes. Darling, do you sing for the Lord? Do you sing for the Lord? You direct for the Lord. You direct what? Women, women with direction. Oh, really? <laughs> she directs women for the Lord. <laughs> do you have a drama ministry? You have to have a drama ministry. Yeah. You have to have a drama. Drama is very powerful. In Accra now, we have drama when we are taking offerings. Instead of letting the choir sing, we do drama. Powerful. Five minutes is that not true those of you who have been around cynthia who has seen the drama for who who here is a good you saw the drama on there i saw it on the videos on the phanerosis the easter yeah five minutes isn't it five minutes you saw the guy who was driving he had an accident and he went to hell you saw that one very very very, very so vivid when, when they, you don't buy the video. T- you don't buy them, them. But you haven't watched them. You bought them, but you haven't watched them. How many have watched that thing on there? How many have not watched it? And how many have bought it? And so you haven't bought them. Pastor Richard, you've not made it available to them. What? Huh? There are copies right here at the camp. Yeah, buy them. How much is a video? Five pounds for a videotape. Hey, yeah, five pounds for a video videotape. Go to any shop, this is ten pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, it's giving to you at half price. It's just so that you have it. Watch it. Who is going to be the drama? Who can act here? Who acts? Raise up your hand. What do you do in church? One, two, three. I've seen only ladies. I've seen only ladies. Is it possible? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Now you, you can't be in two things. You can't be in two things. You need to have you need to have a Hey, are you okay? Is it not very cold? It's quite cold, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot have two ministries. So choose one and do it. And there are some of you who are. Perfect actors. Who is a perfect actor here? You don't have. You've not done it before. By crowd we have some people who are. It's like they are. They are Hollywood actors. Oh yeah, some are very good. Yeah. Alex, is it not true? Some people cannot act, but others can act. Can can I act? I was preaching the other day somebody said he should be in the drama club <laughs> It's unfortunate listen to me you are going to form a drama ministry and you are going to compete with the choir for time slots on your services yeah so just form it do it. Resign from the choir and start a new one. Get an people to do it, to be with you. Form a new ministry. Act. Some are good. You see, you unearth talents. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. Full sacrifice has no substitutes. The next one John chapter 12, verse 24. John chapter 12, verse number 24. Okay, Lord. Okay, Lord. We're going to take a break very soon. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Amen." Amen. Amen. Verse 27. Now is my soul troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto this hour. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 For the next, I'm giving you, these are principles of sacrifice. When you go, read through them. All right. There are many of them. And the next one is full sacrifice leads to a full manifestation of your calling. Full sacrifice leads to a full manifestation of your calling. All right. The next one partial sacrifice leads to a partial manifestation of your calling. Amen. Are you with me? When you sacrifice fully, you will have a full manifestation. You see, some people are called, but they never reach the maximum potential of their calling. The next one. Full sacrifice leaves you with no alternative but the ministry. And therefore you become wild. Hallelujah. You see, me I'm wild. Because this is everything I have. Amen. Everything I have is the ministry. Because I'm in the thing fully. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Steve, is it not true? Yeah, I'm wild, because tell there was a, a young man when this Liberia uh, war came up. There was a young man. He had killed so many people. young boy. What's your problem? You didn't get it. Part sacrifice leads to a partial manifestation. You got that. Full sacrifice leaves you with no alternative but leaves you with no alternative but the ministry. When you've given up everything, you have nothing else. Only the ministry. Next one. Full sacrifice makes your faith work. Amen. Number nine. Full sacrifice makes your faith work. Yeah, number nine. Makes your faith work. Then, that's number eight. Okay. Number nine, full sacrifice makes you work harder. Is it scriptural? When you sacrifice a lot, eh, you work harder. Because you are committed. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. uh, What do you call his name? Uh, Paul. He said, I have labored more abundantly than all of you. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed on me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Amen. Amen. When, the, when you sacrifice, you labor very hard. Because you know that that is everything. And that's why I'm calling you to sacrifice. Look, if you are here, you don't pay tithes. You, you are not even qualified to be here. First and best, you don't pay. All that I'm saying is like saying, twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what is above you. If I is in the sky, far above you. I'm feeding giraffes then. <laughs> God First and best is the minimum something that you as an ordinary Christian. It's not, uh, what do you call it? It's not something that is for ministry. But I'm taking you people as pastors. I'm preaching to you like pastors who. I hope you realize I'm preaching to you as pastors. Yes. Yes. You. I'm talking to you as grown-ups. I'm telling you to sacrifice. If you want full anointing, full sacrifice. If you want the fullest manifestation of that call, give up everything and go for it. What did Elisha do? He gave up everything. He boiled his things. He shared them and left the metals and just went. That's a full thing. <laughs> you want big anointing you're not prepared to give anything up for it. Even to come for meetings or to sacrifice or to act or to sing or anything. And you want God's anointing to be build. It's not just by lifting up your hand. There's something that you do that you, I pay the price. Pastor Eddie has paid a price to be a full-time pastor. Pastor Eddie used to work at VRA. He used to work in, in VRA. He was a big man there. He stayed in a three-bedroom fully air-conditioned house. Fully air-conditioned with running hot and cold water. <laughs> <laughs> in Echo Mog is something. Echo Mug, it's something to have hot water that runs in the tap. Yeah. It was very difficult for him to give it up. He struggled with it for some time. But finally, he just gave it up and then came. Reverend Saki, he there he doesn't think a lot about a lot of things. He just came and left everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. some some people think more than others. Some people don't think I've had a lot of things. Yeah, let me just do <laughs> that. After what? <laughs> he just left everything and he just started. Yeah. <laughs> the reference like he doesn't even lock the, the door to his room. So he, not, <laughs> he doesn't think about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So sometimes see, the way you are it it it, it, aff- it affects the way you even respond. Yeah, yeah. People think about tea t- Talking, analysing. Some people in hey, look. I think to be well. To be well. <laughs> uh, Let just go. <laughs> God is with us. <laughs> it will work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amen. 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 So God is calling us to give up everything. Please. Let's give up everything. Give it all we've got. Let let there come out missionaries from this community. Say, Pastor, I'm going. Man, woman, married and married. It doesn't matter. Come and say, hey, look, Pastor, I'm ready to go. And the double anointing goes to people who are not from your own country. Not only to Israelis, but to who? Syrians. Syrians. (laughs) Are you getting the revelations there? They are major revelations. (laughs) (laughs) ameny many, ameny full money mani- some of you are called but the, it, the manifestation of your call is just going to be up to a point but maybe there are other things maybe god is going to use to write books maybe you are going to minister in different countries look at me invited to malaysia i never I, ne- I had not even mentioned when i arrived in malaysia i asked the man the pastors who were going first thing i said why did you invite me <laughs> yeah i asked the pastor who came to pick me why did you invite me and i think he was a bit surprised and confused by the question so when he went they told the senior pastor and then the pastor was also a bit worried he's like why and they're like well i don't know you, you don't know me i was there when pastor called me master you've got a fax from kuala lumpur i said me he said yes yeah, you it couldn't be there who it's you <laughs> 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 and i said he said i've been invited to malaysia i said me i don't know anybody in malaysia and you have been invited and there i went and it was after the pastor said send us a tape for us to uh look at uh, what do you call it the um to see how you minister after they have invited me they gave me two of them. They said, would you like to come in january or in may I said, okay, I prefer the May. Yeah. Just invited out of the blue. Out of nowhere. I didn't like lobby or tell. Hey, could you tell that pastor that I'm a really anointed and if I come to his church, the church will never be the same again after I leave. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do all those things. <laughs> Amen. You, see, you don't know what God is going to use you for. Me cry, I'm surprised me i'm surprised the place i went to preach richard roberts keith Butler, and other great men of god yongicho has preached there several times close friend with yongicho he said that that's the level or the people that i'm interacting with nice. so when i was preaching i was saying that your pastor can be my father and they would laugh i said it, they said i'm the youngest person who has ever come to preach everybody who comes to preach is older than the pastor <laughs> <laughs> amen Sometimes there is a calling within you. Do you want a full manifestation of that call? Do you want it to come out to the maximum? It requires a full sacrifice. You see, Elijah, he boiled the he boiled the oxen with the metals. You see, even there are some things where you do the psychologically. It's in some way, the thing that you used to work, you you boil it, fry it, boil it with the metals, and serve to the people. Eat, 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 eat useless to me hey it's a very very wild thing all you people don't see eh? you're everything you just give it up there was nothing left to look back to full sacrifice amen the next one number 10 full sacrifice gives you the right attitude Towards secular things. Secular things. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible tells us, what did Paul say? He said, Yea, but what things, verse 7, were gained to me, these I counted loss for Christ. Hallelujah. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, but do count them, but done, that I might win Christ. Philippians 3, 8. Hmm? For whom I have suffered the loss of a few things, most things, the major things, all things. He's lost everything. I was telling you about these guys in Liberia who were fighting, young boy. You know what he said? He said his father, his mother, and his brothers and sisters were shot. I was reading it in a magazine, not Newsweek, another one like Newsweek. Everybody was killed by the rebels. He was the only one left alive. So he's not, he was not a fighter. He said, I have nothing to lose. I fight because I don't have father, I don't have mother, I don't have relatives, I don't, ha- I don't know anybody in the world. 16 years old, fighting. Chaos. Wild soldier. He has nothing to do. If he dies, he has, if he stays alive, he has nowhere, nothing to go to. If he dies, it's also the same. It's wild. Paul said, I have suffered the loss of all things that I may gain Christ. You see how far he went? You can't go that far without paying a price. Pay the price to set up a drama ministry. Pay the price to be a missionary. You know, missionaries, the Basel missionaries, they didn't become missionaries to be supported from Basel. They were taught how to do farming, industry, business, education teaching and so on so as they went they went with the mind to be self-sufficient you see so so when you read the history i'm telling you this history i read it from somewhere that's what i'm saying they they went they set up a school the vision was to train self-sufficient missionaries not missionaries who will be dependent on the headquarters so as they went there, they went to work and as they i mean to do something not for gaining money but to be able to be there because how could they send money there was no western union money transfer from Basel to ghana in those days there was no plane there was nothing there was no bank all these are new institutions amen please how many missionaries are going to come out of here after today missionaries missionaries self-sufficient missionaries great you guys you are wild though whatever i say you do charlie i've not preached to people like you before (laughs) how many were the full manifestation of your calling the full manifestation maybe you are an evangelist maybe you are a great evangelist but because you are not prepared to give up everything you'll just be witnessing on the streets corners that will all be how your ministry will end But perhaps god is going to use you to fill the big auditoriums in europe and russia america africa south america you don't know you don't know you don't know give it up for the lord give it up for the lord full manifestation of your call i said full manifestation is coming don't settle with little little things anymore god is giving double mega anointings here today i said double mega anointings are dropping i said they are dropping they are dropping they are dropping. They are dropping. They are dropping on you. Shambala, balabasaka, Malabo, Riman deleba ke balabamandeleba. Jesus Christ, kamusang deleba. Mitalo, maridal dele mama kadale mamande. Then deleburunde lembende 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 discipolo adore discipolo adore discipolo adore discipolo govallore si coperà la coperà loro revela da di losto trippi lichini sembranale rimbili che brichini sindaci rimbelli che ne brichini bisici per l'entrì rimbili perché di sfririna rimbili di sfrirci velare Tabola nošena, rušin kaleselo, rušiti talpo noče. Cipliki dar mu kuplare, rimpekih bekimeliste, kliši ki brkale, loncici česte patele, dišti polci lalo, ciplića posti polo, Sipotole, Chipita Sepata, se, cipita nasipotole, cipita se lamosa, begredele, Resta prekleliri. Hey perfection to <CROSSTALK> Soft- Slow- withstä- l- M- is coming hey manifestations hey manifestations for manifestations, for manifestations of the calling, for manifestations of the calling, fulfill your ministry, fulfilling of ministry. Oh, unfulfilled ministries are being fulfilled, unfulfilled ministries are being fulfilled, unfulfilled ministries are being fulfilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Full sacrifice gives you the right attitude towards secular things. Do you have that? What is a right attitude? It's in four words D, capital D, capital U, capital N. And capital G. That is the right attitude towards secular things. Dang. Amen. Mm -hmm. Was that not Paul's attitude? He says, for whose sake I have suffered the loss of all things. yea, doubtless. And I do count them but dang that I may win Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Peter, you got a nice shirt on. Mm -hmm. I don't know where you bought it. Or how much you bought it for. But one day, it, it, you, you in this shirt will be meaningless to you. Maybe when you were buying you even thought, I'm buying this nice shirt. It's expensive. You get it. But a time will come, it won't even be nothing to you. You even. Not your the children, but you. It's useless. Papa, are you understanding what I'm talking about? When we, were, when we were in uh, Malaysia, we were talking to a lady who comes from one of these Caribbean islands. She was saying, she was telling my wife how, you know, she, when her parents died, her mother died, she went back to the island and her mother had pearls and properties and clothes and, and she was living somewhere else. And she said, did you know? they didn't you know what to do with it. She said, that is where she saw that all these things are useless all oh, the pale this that that is not, nobody to give anything i mean to do with it what <laughs> so you see the right attitude about secular things is that they are done oh yeah oh yeah bible says to eat to drink food and raiment that we will put on if you have it praise the lord that's a fact listen to me plan to be rich in heaven 20, 40, 60 years from now, all of us, I don't think even one of us, I don't know, will even be alive. 60, 60 years plus your age. Is how much? Look, that's where we need to be rich. Heaven. How many are planning to be rich in heaven? To be in a mega area. Some of you like North London is that not so you feel that north london is more your type meanwhile when you were in ghana you were in (laughs) (laughs) manprobi. you prefer north london Prefer north heaven, north heaven. Amen. North heaven, northeast heaven, northwest heaven. The meadows. You see, when we go to heaven, we'll be in maybe a place like this. We'll just be fellowshipping. You call me, I also call the place that the angels brought me to is wilder than where the angels themselves are staying. Mega villas. I was going to prepare mansions for you. Our earthly mansions are nothing. Dang. Oh yeah, down, down, real down. You see, in your own lifetime, you can see great things become nothing. My father built a hotel when he was alive. My father's hotel was the premier hotel in Accra. It was the top hotel in the whole city at a particular point. Today it's nothing. You see, I'm alive. I was alive when it was something. I mean, it was really the. Today it doesn't even work. <laughs> yeah. My father had a car. The car number was GF7317. Mercedes Benz 200, the old type with the long light Yeah. He drove it and drove it and drove it in those days. But today, it's what is it? So what is a car? What is a car? One day the Lord told me car It's like a pair of shoes you put it on for a while throw it away that's why i don't even own a car i don't have a car i just drive a car the car that's in my house belongs to the church i don't i don't need to own a car i don't need to own a car till i die all i need to have is a car that i can use what about you when you go it is mine and so what (laughs) <laughs> it is mine. I have. I own. Uh, what have you done? <laughs> Amen. 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 So you are blessed. I don't have a single car in the world in my name. I don't own any car. I don't have. There's no car you can go in the world. This belongs to Mills. No, I don't have any. I just have i i just need a car to use that's good works safe Professor Richard, you have a car <laughs> 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 so what are secular things You have not understood the message. What are secular things? They are really (laughs) dumb. Dresses upon more dresses. Shoes upon shoes. Dresses upon dresses. Ladies, the shops are made for you. They know you will come and spend your money there. They know you will come. the church growth board, the pastor was telling me that, you, you know, those when Yongecho um, I mean time ago, when the board members come with their wives, so the wives always want to go shopping and so on so, at the point he just gave all the wives, when the wives come, give them all $500 each <laughs> go and do shopping, so I'll allow us to do the work of God <laughs> 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 because the shops are made for the women and the men too but they know that that is they, they know you will come and spend money for things you don't really need and the shops are designed for us to look with our eyes always to see if there's something we don't have that is in the shop ah you are scanning 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 it's all done <laughs> yeah so anyway, the next one, there is a fellowship of people who are sacrifice-minded. Philippians chapter 3, verse 15. There is a fellowship, that means a group of people, all right, who are sacrifice-minded. Now, I would say that personally, you know, I can really flow with people who are minded to sacrifice everything. Yeah. Are you, are you with me? Because yeah. I have also given. And Philippians 3 verse, chapter 3 verse 15, what does it say? Let us therefore as many as be perfect. Hmm? Are you here? Be thus minded. You see, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. So as many as be, all right? As many as be. So there are some who are like that, but some are not. So as many as are thus minded okay. Now what I will say is that amongst even the pastors, there are pastors who are minded to just give up everything. Not that you shouldn't have anything, but to go all the way, whatever it means and whatever it costs. Amen. One person was asking me, you know, was asking uh, Pastor Kakra Kumasi, that you know what what do what, what what does he talk about with me? Because I, I can be with him for a very long time, for hours. Usually, when I travel in Ghana and I go with him, I stay, I stay with him in the same room. And that's so what, what do you people talk about? Well, we can talk for a long time. I remember when we went to Nigeria, I went to Nigeria with him talking. What do we talk about? Because he's 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 seen as a very quiet person. Is he not a very quiet person? And I'm also a very quiet person. I'm not quiet. <laughs> hey, you people. I'm very, very quiet. It's only in the pulpit that it's my job. So I have to speak. But, you see, as many as be that... He too is an architect. He's also a professional. He has, he has dropped everything. He's working for the Lord. It's easy to flow. Because... <laughs> For all of us, it's our main meal. For some people, it's the side plate. Oh yeah. For some people, the work of the Lord is something for the evening. But for me, it's not evening. It's my whole life. It's not something I'm going to add. It's the main thing. And that God is trying to take many of us here to let the work of God be the main thing for you. The next one. Perfection in ministry is only obtained through full sacrifice. Principle number 12. Perfection. Perfection in ministry is obtained through full sacrifice. Hmm. Are you there? What does verse 15 say? let therefore as many as be what perfect be thus minded is that also perfect perfect how many want to be perfect give me a wave shake the person next to you tell that person God is, God is making you perfect how will you be perfect you have to be mm-hmm. sacrifice minded uh, read that thing and see Amen. The next one, number 13. Full sacrifice comes as a result of a burning desire to achieve great things for God. Full sacrifice comes as a result of doing great things for the Lord, amen. amen. Philippians three thirteen. Let's all read it, brethren. I count on myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do: for the getting those things that are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Amen. amen. Listen. If you want to do your best. Eh. Really, pa at a point you ask yourself, what else can I do? Eh? Is that not so? And read verse uh, the fourteenth one is full sacrifice comes because a man is tired of imperfection and incompleteness in the ministry. Hallelujah. That is number 14. Full sacrifice because comes because a man is tired of imperfection mm-hmm. huh? and incompleteness. Acts chapter 27. Have you found Acts chapter 27? Yes, sure. Alright. Now Paul was in a ship and the ship was about to sink. Alright. Are you with me? Yes. Okay. Now what did he say? What did he do? Alright, he stood up and he exhorted the people. Verse 22 Now I exhort you, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life. Alright, but verse verse 17 When they are taken up, they use helps under getting the ship, and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksand, struck sail. And so we're driven. All right. It all means something. Verse 18. We being exceedingly tossed with the tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. Everybody say, lighten the ship. Lighten the ship. Lighten the ship. Lighten the ship. All right. Now, verse number 35. When he had thus spoken, he took bread and gave thanks to God. Are you with me? Verse 37. We were all in the ship two hundred, three score and sixteen souls. Verse 38. And When they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship again. Everybody say lighten the ship. ship. And cast out the wheat into the sea. Amen. Amen. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Verse 42. And the soldiers counsel was to kill the prisoners. Lest any of them should escape. Alright? What I want you to see right here is that they were in a ship and the ship was going to drown. And this was like the last effort to survive and to do better. So they threw out everything they could throw out. Amen. And when you are that was the food they were going to eat. Pastor Richard are you with me? That was the food they were going to eat. They threw it out. So that they could achieve what they had to achieve. And I'm saying that when you are tired of not achieving what you need to achieve, after the storms have beaten you, you may have to throw out your food throughout this to lighten the ship so that you can achieve what you have to achieve. So it comes when people are tired. Me, when I was in Kalebu, I mean, I'll be preaching. They'll come and call me from the world to come. Come and set up drips and come and do this and come and do cut downs on children. You know, and things like that. I mean, what is this? I want to serve the Lord. I want to do this. I have to go here, 8 o'clock, cover, night duty, this. At that point, I was tired of it. So when people become tired of that thing, then the office say, look, let me just throw out everything that is left and just survive. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, you've you've got to lighten the ship. Let's stand to our feet. number 15 please stand on your feet and write number 15 i am training you to be soldiers full sacrifice is a continuous sacrifice i want to finish this thing you know there are so many things are you know the camp is almost over tomorrow by this time we'll be gone are you aware of that yeah so we, we we don't have any time at all it's almost over Right, So, let's try and do what we close for about an hour and we'll come back just now. But let's write. Number 15. Full sacrifice is a continuous sacrifice. Romans 12. A living sacrifice. It always costs something. So, you you always be involved in paying a sacrifice. Number 16. Full sacrifice is painful. It is painful. Painful. How many know that it's painful to lose? What did Paul say? Philippians 3.8. For whose sake I have suffered the loss of all things. Amen. is it not painful to lose a match? Huh? When you know that you are losing, you lost. You could have won, but you lost. Number 17. Full sacrifice involves suffering financially, socially, your future suffering you know concerning your future and your image especially that is what people struggle with what people think about me what will people say is that not so you were here and then now look at what you are doing what will they think is that not so missionaries is that not so turn to the person next to you and call him missionary so and so i mean man she's Please find the person next to you, ask the name. All right, number eighteen. Full full sacrifice. Write it like this full sacrifice and then into brackets. And therefore, full manifestation of the calling. Brackets closed. Have you got that? Full sacrifice. Then brackets. And therefore, the full manifestation of your calling. hmm, Never happens to people who are deceived by outward indicators. a many have you have you written it that, that way full sacrifice and therefore a full manifestation of your calling never happens to people who are deceived by outward indicators now, now what does that mean people who are deceived by outward indicators Things they see around. Yes. They are worried about things around. Okay, good. And also what they see sometimes in pastors. You know, somebody may see me and say, hey, you flew to Malaysia, stay in a hotel, you drive a nice car, because I drive a nice car, you, you, you live in a nice house. So People look at that and feel that there's no sacrifice in ministry. You are completely, you are at sea, you are in the ocean. You have missed your way, you've ended up in the sea. Because you don't know the reality. Never look at outward indicators to know what it costs a man to be in the ministry. Because it costs. It costs. You don't know the cost. Amen. Amen. Amen Amen. Are you still there? Comparison makes one deceived into brackets fooled by Satan not to sacrifice. Comparison makes will make you not sacrifice what you must sacrifice. Comparison. Comparison. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse number 12. What does it say? I'll read it out for you since you are standing. Just make a note of it. I will read it out to you. For we, uh, you didn't get it. Comparison makes one deceived into brackets, fooled by Satan into not sacrificing. Or right, the devil will fool you so that you don't sacrifice what you got to sacrifice. You see, we are looking at Elisha who, who had a double portion. And he sacrificed, he boiled his Oxen straight away. <laughs> he didn't compare himself with anything. He just bought his things and started moving. You missed it again. Second Corinthians sit down, please. Would you prefer to stand or to sit? Okay, those who want to stand can stand. Those who want to stand, you can stand, and then those who want to sit can sit. Because you may prefer standing. We have almost finished, we have almost finished this one. And the camp is getting to an end. It's afternoon. The camp is almost over, and look at where I've reached in my book. I have to teach you the whole book. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. These are these are my notes for the camp. This is where I've reached. (laughs) All right, okay. Full sack. What? Where are you? Comparison. do not compare yourself with yourselves i said do not compare yourself with yourself comparison makes one deceived into brackets fooled eh, by satan into not sacrificing what you have to sacrifice you look at me and say "Eh, if i sacrifice now i will not have a house to stay in if i sacrifice what i have i will not have a car if I sacrifice, like I was telling you, that pastor were praying, and the pastor said, oh, you you are rich. So, if uh, you know, even you were not uh, this thing, cry, right, you you get money, which is not the case. Amen. So, when you start comparing yourself, you become a fool. And it is in the Bible, it says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. 2 Corinthians 10, 12. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. If you compare yourself with me, you may be making a mistake. Because even me, maybe even my background, you were not in the natural. Our lives will be different. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah amen, amen. In, the, in the natural our lives may have followed different course so if you start comparing yourself to even before you even come to the ministry or the church we, we may have had a different course of life altogether so when you start comparing yourself with me you may be comparing yourself with the wrong thing it's very bad amen, amen. because you may, not, you may not even know how or why somebody is in the situation that he is so when you compare yourself with yourself and amongst yourself, you are not wise. I say, I don't want to do it because if I do that, this and the devil is deceiving you not to say, it is in giving up that God makes you great. You know, Ron Kenoli, one of the greatest musicians we've had by the grace of God. Look, I remember reading his testimony how he gave up everything. He decided. God sees. You see, that thing I say, it starts in the heart. God saw the day he decided, I'll not play secular music again. I'll not play for the devil. I'll not sing for the devil. I'm going all the way from today. And after that, his breakthrough started. Lift him up. They couldn't make enough to say. I mean, to meet the demand. Lift that album. Lift him up. They couldn't make. They, they couldn't meet the demand. He's the only integrity music person who was allowed, whose picture was allowed to be on the front of the thing. Integrity music, you don't see anybody's face. Yeah, only Ron Kenoli. And then I think Don Moen has also come on. They don't bring anybody, they just write those cartoons on, on, on the thing. Yeah. But Ron Kenoli, and they couldn't meet the demand to produce that album, Lift Him Up. He was raised to the highest platform. You know, and it comes from that sacrifice. I will not play for the world again. I will not sing for the world again. It is over. I am fully for the Lord. I have taken the decision. And he said he decided, even if he has to clean the toilet, even if it means this. And you see, God knows when it's a real decision. God doesn't even have to wait for the thing to manifest to prove for you to clean the toilet to be see to be sure that you are really serious. But when you when he you, he knows you've really taken it, it that's when it happens. So right now, I may, not, I may not even have to wait to experience those things. God sees my heart. And he knows. So don't compare yourself with yourself. I said, don't compare yourself with yourself. Because you may be comparing with the wrong thing. God told me, you know, he told me, don't compare yourself with any church in Accra. Yeah. He told me, don't compare yourself with any church. Because you see, right now, We have one of the largest churches more branches blessed more than almost everybody and God told me you'll be a fool (laughs) fool he told me that I should take away certain people and not use them as a standard at all but he has given me his standards what I'm supposed to do because you see let's say some people maybe they are being raised up I always like to use the example if you take somebody like bishop duncan williams in ghana the man went only to class three you get what i'm saying god has used him to start this charismatic churches thing and he sort of has faced all the bullets or many of the bullets for many of us when he first started driving the mercedes-benz he had all the bullets of accra and then after that many other pastors drove mercedes-benz And they didn't have the bullet that he had. Bullet free. Because all the bullets had already been fired. (laughs) And and when he started to do certain things, all the bullets would come to him. So, you see, God is saying that maybe his role is just to come and make a way for others to come and pass. Perhaps. That's what he's called to do. Then you, maybe you are supposed to maybe build 1,000 churches. Then when you have 100 and you see that it's more than him, then you say, Ah, I've arrived in ministry. I am wow. Well. We are wow. Well. Meanwhile, yay! He has already finished his own, has made a way where there was no way, and he's going to get his A. Then you, you are supposed to get 500, you reach 100, and you started smiling. Come on, clear away from the scene, and they bring somebody else. Don't compare yourself with somebody. You are an individual. Special call. Follow your call. Amen. Follow your call. You may make a big mistake. And I went to school. I've been to, sc- I've been to university for seven years. I didn't go to university for three years like most people. I went to university for seven years. So I'm educated. What God expects of me is, is more than maybe certain other uh, situations. So when I start comparing God, He said, "But you, you went to uh, school. I expected better of you than that. Amen. So don't compare yourself with yourself. Don't compare yourself with yourself. And he look and say, Pastor Richard, eh, My Pastor Richard is okay. He has got a big church. And says, don't compare yourself with him. You know how he came here? Do you know how many people were in the church? Do you know how many people in the church when he started? And how the church was. And eh, by Pastor Richard, when he started, he had uh, some members. Do you know how many they were? Do you know how for how long the church was moving around 14 members 10 7 5 to 14 when i'll ring him i won't even ask him how many so that he won't be depressed some people you see it's a young person who said when like we had one young pastor he came he started he was pastoring the church and when he started preaching then the church started growing then he became so excited and he became confused his his tapes were being bought. He had never preached and tapes but tapes were being bought. <laughs> and then it got into his head that yes, I am called. This is the manifestation of the anointing. Because the other pastor was here up to now, and then the church was just up to a point. But since I came, people have been coming. We have even bought new chairs. And look at how the church is growing. And I called him, and he told me things are different now things are different I said really really I bought chairs the church is grown but you see it's different you see a church may be brought up to a point then you come and when you come the thing is sailing you see church its one of the powers that it works by is what we call momentum Momentum, spiritual momentum even if you don't pray the church can be there oh yeah Many of the pastors don't pray much. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's not you. You know that it's not you. So you know those who it is. <laughs> sometimes the church can go by what we call spiritual momentum. And sometimes you can be deceived by that. You see, the thing is going, you say, ah, I am wild because I am anointed. And when I preach, when that guy was there, he was there, it was only able to go up to 60. But now, look at that. I have bought more chairs. 100. Is it not true? But to start a church. I remember when I left the church in Geneva. There were 20 people. How it was hard to get 20 people to come to church. The first day we were 24. The next week we were 10. And they started to drop off. And after three months, there were between 18 people in the church. And I left Pastor Robert with the church. And the stones, the, this thing, that to start a church, it's not easy. It's not easy. So today, if there are 100 people sitting there, there's something. And then somebody will come, and maybe he starts from the 100. Then he starts, and then more people come and say, Ah, my Ah, my anointing. You see when the other pastor was here he, he, he didn't have that spirit that glory that that anointing that double mega anointing don't be deceived i said don't be deceived so, so don't compare yourself with yourself when you compare yourself with yourself you make a mistake amen and also don't be deceived by spiritual momentum pastors who don't pray When a car is moving, you turn off the engine to go for some time. Nobody knows that the engine is off. Boom. and to stop. Amen. Don't be deceived. Everything has a season, and the devil knows that your engine is off. Oh yes, he knows your engine is off. Look, we are in the. This is my work sometimes I pray more when I go and people don't come to church sometimes I don't pray and I go then they come wonderful principle number 20 sacrifice is an individualized affair giving you the principles of sacrifice Amen-y. Amen-y. Amen. many principles of sacrifice sacrifice an individual affair or individualized affair or it's a matter for the individual what do I mean by that mark chapter 12 is written here mark Matthew mark Matthew mark chapter 12 Verse 42. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Are you alive? Are you here? The anointing filling you today is wave after wave coming over you. I see double anointings flowing. Every time I say that something happens to somebody, but it's like I see it and it goes, and somebody receives something. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury and many that were rich cast in much. Mark chapter 12, verse 42. Mark chapter 12, verse 42. Glory to God. And there came a certain poor widow. And she threw in two mites which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples, and saith unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, brother, that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. <laughs> I've not been to America before <laughs> Alright Glory to God <laughs> Okay There came a certain Widow Poor widow She, she threw in two mats. Amen Amen Amen-y. And that was all she had Bible says she gave more than everybody else So sacrifice is a very personal individualized something what is sacrificed to you may not be sacrificed to me what is sacrificed to me may not be sacrificed to you it's completely different so when you compare yourself with yourself you become foolish because this woman gave two mites but for perhaps for me even today I would give two mites without thinking oh yeah for somebody to give five thousand Ghanaian CDs it would be. But if I lose five thousand cedis, I wouldn't even know, know that I've lost it. Yeah. Amen. If you were to lose twenty p, would you know, know that you've lost it? Maybe. Huh? Frugality. Yeah, you should notice actually. But what I'm the point that I'm trying to make here is that it's just you see, for somebody driving a Mercedes Benz, for for him uh, not to drive a Mercedes Benz, it means everything in the world because that has been his dream. For life. To own a Mercedes Benz car. You get what I am saying. And he has finally achieved his dream. And has been able to place his hand. On a Mercedes Benz car. But maybe to me. You get what I am saying. It may not be much. Because my father had a Mercedes Benz. And even when he traveled abroad. He asked me to use his car. the Mercedes. And I refused to use it. And I didn't want to use it. I didn't like it and I didn't but somebody would have been very happy to go around town using that car and in fact, when he came back he was very angry with me because he has asked me to use the car and I'm not using the car and the battery and this and that and so many things you know so he wanted me to use, use the car and I didn't want to use the car so I didn't use it. I was riding my Renault 4 push and pull you know that Yeah, trombone So to me it may be nothing, but to somebody that is all that God requires of him. So it's so personal. So you may see somebody and you, you look at the person. Maybe the person is maybe driving a particular car. It means nothing to the person. You get what I'm saying? And then you may think that oh, that person is not sacrificing anything, but you don't know there's something else to that person which is more greater, and that's what the person has to give up. For instance, one of the things that I've given up is my privacy. Right now there is nowhere in Ghana that I go that people don't don't know me. I can't go to a restaurant and eat with my wife anywhere. As soon as I sit down, this lighthouse, lighthouse, lighthouse. Somebody will come and greet me. Somebody will greet me. As soon as I step off the plane, welcome, sir people are greeting me oh when you come every point lighthouse lighthouse <laughs> reverend saki was driving behind me we went somewhere and he was driving behind me in fact he was saying that in fact it's, it's pitiful throughout the traffic everybody and I also didn't notice said everybody's looking at me lighthouse lighthouse <laughs> But you may not know what that means. You may not know what that means. But it means something to me. Yeah, there's so many things that I I I cannot do. Amen. Amen. Somebody may also be very happy with that. so because of that I don't have a lighthouse sticker on my car yeah that's the reason why I don't have a, a lighthouse sticker on my phone for, 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 for security And but even that are you understanding what I'm talking about so it's it's between me and God so don't look at me to say what you sacrifice if you look at me you, you, may, you may make a mistake but maybe what God has required of me he has already taken everything from me so nothing all these things are there just paraphernalia which mean nothing But what he has already required of me is like Charlie and so he's now dealing with you and you are looking at my car to say that you would i mean you are making a mistake because what is sacrificed to me is maybe is, is a game to you and what is sacrificed to you is nothing to me so therefore God because God is looking at our hearts Abraham gave up his child Look, he gave up his child. And it was everything to Abraham. But in one of the wars, if you read 1 Kings, the Bible says the Israelis were fighting them. And then the king of I think Syria or Moab or one of those people, you know what he did? He took his child and sacrificed his child and bent his child. And the Bible says it was an indignation in the land and everybody turned away from it. The king took his own son who was supposed to stay... Come after him and reign in his stead, and he sacrificed the child in front of everybody. So you know, because sometimes the war, like all the for, uh, enemy troops, would be on that side, over where the, the, the forest is on that side, and then we will be here. And so they, they, they sometimes they, how they will fight, they will come to the middle and fight and go back. So all the armies would be here and on that side. And the guy took his son. He was there. He said, "Go and bring John." He said, "Listen, sacrifice him." What? Sacrificed his son, but Abraham sacrificed also his son. Oh, you forgot him, ah, but it was probably more to Abraham to sacrifice and than that king who sacrificed his son. So don't compare, somebody may sacrifice that, it means nothing. He has a lot of sons, and maybe his son doesn't mean anything to him, he doesn't care who rules after him, he's dead, he's gone. All right. All right. Shake the person next to you. Tell the person, listen, you've done well so far. Keep it up. Amen. Number what? 20. 22. 21. There are hidden sacrifices. There are two types of sacrifice open sacrifices and hidden sacrifices. All right? two types, hidden and open open are things you see but there are things you don't know about ameny many things you don't know about but they go on for instance many of you have enjoyed good marriage counseling, have you not? Yes. Huh? yeah for me to be the founder and the pastor of this church you understand? didn't have counseling from anybody. I was not in any church. I was in Lighthouse and I was the pastor and the founder. It's my life that you are benefiting from. But you don't know about that. Certain things that I have gone through so that you can just have an easy way. You are blessed. Go through the marriage counseling. Details. We teach you so many things. Isn't it? Some of us didn't know what we were doing when we got married. We were just passing through the forest just in the bush. Amen. When I was getting married, my, my assistant pastor officiated my, my wedding because of certain reasons. And this is not a, it's not the most appropriate thing. But because of all the, it was like God was establishing Lighthouse as an independent and not a branch of somewhere or under anything. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And the pastors in those, they didn't even respect me or believe in me. I invited all of them, not a single. I am the one when they announced when it was my wedding. All members of this, all this, and they said all oh, pastors, nobody. There was not a single person there. There's no pastor in town. I invited all of them. Later, these people will say, oh, you know, I helped you when you were starting. They helped. They did help me. Wonderful. I was despised to the last straw. But you don't know about that. You don't know about that. You may never know. But there's a price to pay even to be a founder, to be a leader. You don't know. Look at somebody like Pastor Young He has had some difficulties with his children. Oh yeah, some running off, this, that, various things. Maybe, maybe, and you stand somewhere and look at. Maybe that's the price. Maybe he has paid to have a church, the largest church in the world and influence a lot of millions of people. And they've all come back to the lord now but it was does not be easy at all and you will sit on the cross and eh? they are crucifying you and you point to jesus you are one of the two robbers and you tell him he should save you if he's the son of god and you don't know that it's because of you he's on the cross Amen-y. amen Amen-y. amen all right so there are hidden sacrifices the next principle there are hidden sacrifices that no one ever sees you have that is that the same thing if it's the same thing yeah well I'll write it also this is a new principle it has another there are hidden things sacrifice that no one ever sees or knows about but they're going on all the time and the last principle for sacrifice and after which we are going to take a short break and come back refreshed. Amen. Amen. As your sacrifice determines your position in the body of Christ. And I want everybody, everybody to turn with me. Matthew 20. Your position. How many want to be high in the body of Christ? Or you want to be low? You want to be low or high? Higher. Everybody say higher higher. Higher higher, 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 higher. Okay, Matthew chapter 20. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons worshipping him. And desiring a certain thing of him. Okay? What was she desiring? Verse 21. What was she desiring? Everybody say a certain thing. thing. Say a high position. position. In the church. church. Alright? Verse 21. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? She said unto him, Grant. Are you with me? That these my two sons may sit the one on thy left hand on thy right hand and the other on thy left in thy kingdom. (laughs) Is that not a mega position? She wanted the best position for her children. And today, people, parents in the ministry behave like that. Sometimes their children are pastors. They want to push their children higher. It happens up to today. This woman was behaving just like that. Why does my son not travel? Is my son also going to travel abroad? Or travel to to, to, to minister? And so on. (laughs) Okay, so we have this mother of Zebedee still around. Mm -hmm. Verse 22. And Jesus answered and said, You know not what you ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of? And to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they say unto him, We are able. Verse 23. Everybody says yes, you know, in church. Verse 23. And he saith unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized of. But to sit on my right hand, and on my left, it is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my Father. Verse twenty-four. When the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. <laughs> they were really bored with them. I tell you. Are you listening to, to me? And Jesus called them and said, "You know now that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion the over them and they are great exercise authority over them, etc., etc." Now, the point that I want you to make here, I want you to notice here, is that Jesus said. You don't know what you are asking. Eh? Can you be baptized with the baptism that I'm going to? But so that's the implication. In other words, he was saying the implication of where you are asking your children is say you are asking them to be passed through the fire that I'm going to pass through and passed through the baptism that I passed through. Are you prepared for that? Because that is the only thing that will determine that position, apart from what the will of the Father is. So even if the Father wills you to be there, will have to pass you through that fire that's why you don't know what you are asking but I see you being positioned in a great place in the kingdom of God from today because you will endure the baptism you have to endure you will drink the cup you have to drink stand to your feet let's close lift your hand Father bless your people the double mega anointing To be double mega missionaries. In Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, Missionary. So and so, call the person. Congratulations. All right. God bless you.